So my great pal Joe Concha, who's a media and politics columnist for The Hill, he's a Fox News contributor. He's a great contributor to The Kudlow Show and its success. And he's got a new book out. It's got a wonderful title, actually. What? What's like, what else can I say? Come on, man. The truth about Biden's no good, horrible, very bad presidency and how to return America to greatness. So, so Joe, I'm, I'm reading the book. I flew to California and back, so I had plenty of time. I'm reading your book. I read O'Reilly's book. Um, let's do that. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do the how to return America to greatness part, Okay. Talk, talk, talk to us about that. You know I'm an optimist, and you know I think the cavalry's coming, whatever that may mean. How do we, how do we return America to greatness? Well, I am the founder, Larry, of the pragmatist party, all right? I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. <laughs> it's just simple pragmatism, right? It's, it's things that I apply in running my own little country here in New Jersey called my household, all right? <laughs> so we return to greatness by doing this simple thing called not spending what you don't have. Right. So you don't spend trillions of dollars and then have the audacity to tell the American people like this president has that it will actually lower inflation because, you know, my kid ran a lemonade stand a couple of weeks ago. And even he understands in first grade that when you inject that much money into the system, that it probably will devalue the dollar and therefore induce Inflation, right? So we, we don't spend what we don't have. I think that that's a good way to start. And, and we once had a balanced budget amendment, you know, what, back in the late 90s. I think we could do it again, right? So, so that's one. Two, if somebody breaks the law, particularly if you do something violent to somebody else, then there isn't something called cashless bail that allows you to go right back out into the street and either hurt or even kill somebody again. You hurt somebody, it's a violent crime, you go to jail for a long time. I think that makes sense because I think that's the way we used to kind of run things in this country, or at least in New York under Giuliani and Bloomberg, and now we see that people are afraid to take the subway, they're afraid to go out at night, they're afraid to allow their kids to go play right out in front of their homes uh, because that's how bad things have gotten in a place like New York, for example. So I think that would be another way to return to American greatness. And if you have this thing called the border, right, which separates your country from another country, you make sure that nobody enters unless they want to go through a legal process. I think that's pretty fair. We do those three things, and oh, by the way, we tell parents exactly what curriculums we're teaching our children. So the aforementioned first grader that I have, Liam, he's not being taught about sexual orientation and gender identification when he just turned seven years old because he has no idea what it means anyway. And we take the extremism out of education. We teach basic blocking and tackling around not just math and science and reading, but how to manage credit, for example, when you get into high school. What is a mortgage? You know, things that prepare people for life. And I think we could be back to greatness. And that isn't all that unreasonable. Now, is it? No. You know, I've said this many times that that uh, Americans are common sense people. Yeah. Uh, They're very practical minded. And when they see things not working or broken, they will throw them out. I mean, that's the way in some sense I'm overgeneralizing. But in some sense, I think that's one of the underlying themes of this election. This progressive utopia, left-wing, blah, blah, socialist, central planning, whatever, <laughs> cultural decline, teaching seven-year-olds what they shouldn't be hearing. Uh, they don't want it. Americans don't want it. I may be wrong here, and the cavalry may not come the way I think it will, but I think you're right about the common-sense, uh, practical-minded party. That's what people want. Give me something that works 
right now nothing's working. Nothing's working, and you have a media that continues to focus solely on the guy who you used to work for, who left office 21 months ago. <laughs> the myopia is overwhelming because they know if they actually scrutinize the current president, then they'd have to talk about 40-year high inflation. They'd have to talk about the crime that we just talked about. They'd have to talk about the fentanyl crisis that's killing an average of 300 Americans per day. They would have to talk about the crisis at the U.S. southern border and education like we just talked about. All these things that are so important to the American people should be front and center on every newscast on a nightly basis on the front page of the New York Times and the Washington Post and in the op-ed sections. But instead, and I'll give you the best example of this, it's all about Trump. And I know this because there are, Larry, over the next, starting with last week all the way up to the midterms, 15 books coming out on Donald Trump. You know how many are coming out? This is a punchline, though. You know how many are coming out on Joe Biden? One. And you're literally talking to the author right now. is that amazing? No one wants to write about this president, but ah, oh, Trump, he's the threat. Maggie Hamerman's writing a book, and it's going to be out next month, and it's going to be awesome. Oh, my God, Maggie, I thought you were supposed to hold the powerful accountable without fear or favor to party, but instead all these White House correspondents and reporters, Trump. You know why? Because they could profit off it, and, and Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Kimmel and CBS This Morning isn't going to book you. I've learned this, trust me, if you write a bad book about Joe Biden. And it's not even a bad book. It's truthful. It breaks down exactly how he got here and where we're at and, and why he is the worst president of our lifetimes. You know, one of your points is that um, however bumbling and stumbling and cogni- cognitively disabled Biden may be, the fact is uh, – his policies are always the progressives, the central planners, the liberals, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, he's the guy. Look, I have served two presidents in my time, and major decisions are always signed off by the president. Okay? Correct. I mean, he – the buck stops there. Uh, you, I mean, I just saw this so many times in, in, in my experience. And Biden has gone along with this. I mean, that's sort of like – the story isn't whatever, however disabled he may be. The fact is he's doing this. He signs off on this. And yet no one wants to give him that blame or the responsibility in that blame. Nobody. And these, Larry, you're, yeah. you're Look, you, you cover media. I know you're doing the politics, too. But the media is, the I, in some sense, the worst part of the story. They will not cover the problems and failures that we're suffering right now. They just won't. Precisely. And then the excuse that, well, Biden, he's approaching 80 and, you know, he's starting to lose it. No, he's always been a far left ideologue. I, I, he was sold as a moderate. And I kept hearing this during the 2020 election. I go, no, he isn't. Mm. He was the main backer behind Obamacare, which was the biggest expansion of government we have seen in our lifetimes. Mm. And he said it was a big effing deal. And he was very happy about that. And now is he governing like a moderate? No, of course not. And, and, and for people to say, well, he's handled by other people. No, you're right. This is about Biden and, and what he's always wanted to do if he had the power. When he was a senator, he was one of 100. That's not a lot of power. You're a vice president. It's a symbolic sort of position. You don't have a lot of power. Now that he has power, you see exactly where he wants to take the country on energy, for example, right? To to shut down all these leases or not sign off on these leases in the Gulf and off of Alaska and to cut down the Keystone Pipeline on day one. Mm. Uh, You know, again, this is who he always wanted to shape the country in the direction it's going in. And now 86% of, of Americans, according to Gallup, thinks that the country's going in the wrong direction. So his instincts have always been wrong, and now it's playing out in real time, and we're suffering for it, Larry. Do you think, Joe Concha, do you think that um, the 
attempt to make Trump the issue in this election will work? It will not ultimately, because while people could read the papers and like, like we talked about, they they only focus on Trump. Uh, the, what they're reading right now, the American people, is their 401ks. And I looked at mine yesterday and I was horrified what, what I have lost over the past year. Right. In, in, in my savings, I invest for, for, for the future, not so much like a day trading sort of, sort of situation. So they see their 401ks. They don't see their wages going up. And then when they go to the grocery store, they're saying, I'm paying basically twice as much as what I did just a couple of years ago. Uh, so they, they see all these things. And then, like we talked about with crime, they don't feel as safe and they see what their kids are being taught. And that's what they're seeing. So the, the news media can hammer home Trump all they want. In the end, Americans know what they feel and ultimately they vote with their wallets and if they feel safe. And that's why I do think the cavalry is coming in November. Yeah. This Trump stuff, it didn't work in Virginia with Glenn Youngkin and uh, Terry McCall. I, look, I think you're right. Uh, anyway, it's a good read. Folks, uh, again, Joe Concha, come on, man. The truth about Biden's no good, horrible, very bad presidency and how to return America to greatness. It's a good read. It's a quick read. Joe, thanks a lot, and thanks for helping us on the show the way you do.